We are back. Back. Um, welcome back, everyone. Welcome to The Big If with Luther and D'Angelo, the show where we sometimes, uh, we're not always that funny. Oh, I did. Is that a good tagline for our show? We're not no. always that funny. No, we're funny. We're Sorry, you're always going to laugh your ass off. The Big If. We're funny. <laughs> That sounds like, didn't TNT have like a, or TBS had like a We Know Funny or We Know Drama campaign? TNT, We Know Drama. TNT, We Know Drama. But we're just dropping the no, and we're just saying like, we're funny. We don't yeah, know we, about we funny. We don't know we're just, funny, we're just, we just, we just are, are funny. funny. Yeah. yeah. The big if we are funny, or the big if we are dramatic. Yeah, I like them both. It, workshop um, i want to yeah i want to just quickly start off by making an observation i noticed um i noticed you got uh one of the cool and classic oklahoma smokes going over there um no oh it's not an oklahoma smoke but okay uh any reaction though um from your sponsor about oklahoma smokes uh, have they heard the episode are they thrilled with the results have their sales shot through the roof since uh, a week and a half ago well, I did get um, I did get a DM from the company on Instagram inquiring as to whether or not I had received the package that they sent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me, but I uh, I have not responded to them yet. Um, probably make a point to do that today. Let them know that I did receive it. I have tried the product. Um, let them know that we reviewed it on our podcast. And then later today with some of my free time, maybe I'll go. Cause when we do this, when we save this to the cloud, it saves a video version too. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, maybe I have I'll go into all our the Zoom account and pull that, pull that little segment, uh, put the shears to it, make a little clip and let them know that on our incredibly popular podcast that is huge in not just in the United States, but also uh, on most of the seven continents. We have listeners uh, let them know that we did a little review on the pod and that it went, I would say the the reviews of the Oklahoma smokes were very positive. Exceptionally positive. Um, I don't even have one and I'm excited about them. Do you remember your do you remember yeah, your tagline that I uh, was such a fan of? Absolutely. We roll mellow in so you can mellow out. Yeah. And I think that was great. <laughs> uh, I got to use that. Would you be open to the fine people at Oklahoma Smokes uh, using that tagline, maybe in some of their advertising going forward? Yeah, absolutely. As long as they um, quote the big if underneath it, every instance of it. And I'm talking even if they do like a a little lockup with their logo that has the tagline, I still want to be quoted underneath that little tagline uh, as the big if. That would be funny if they like make a social media post and then in the bottom with some cool font, their graphics department, their graphics team has in quotations, we roll the mellow in comma. So you can mellow out, unquote. And then underneath it, a little dash that says Luther, comma, at the Big If Pod. I think both of us deserve credit for that. But I I would like, I like that approach. And hey, look, um, I've been in branding for uh, 15 something years now, I guess, 14 or 15. I can't even remember. And uh, you can't get away from collaborations these days especially as a small growing brand, you have to collaborate with influencers just like Oklahoma smokes knows. And so I think um, some special packaging would be the least they can do. Um, And also some free product and advertising dollars sent our ways, but we'll talk about that afterwards. I, uh, now I kind of want to, I really do want to go throw a good clip together from that because you know, we are a pretty predominant podcast, but I think having a brand like Oklahoma Smokes to 
kind of brand collab with, like you mentioned, it could be, obviously it would be great for them, but I think it could tap into some new listeners for us too. So there is kind of a quid pro quo there. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, if they don't want to trade dollars or product, then yeah, maybe a little exposure uh, trade. I agree. We are the predominant podcast, especially in both of our households. Like in these two addresses in the United States, we are the preeminent, predominant podcast of record. So as we as we talked about on the last episode, uh, we did recently uh, fire up and create an Instagram. So, yes. uh, Yeah. We haven't been super active on that, um, but I'm going to get some of that going. But I do want to give a shout out to uh, some of the followers that we've already kind of accumulated. Um, You know, people like quick shout out. Yeah, let's let's shout out our followers. Um, all right. Big shout out to, uh, first of all, you and I. You and I were the first hey. two followers. So props to us. I love, for being, we got it. I love those guys. Um, love those guys. Great we also, fans. We picked up, um, maybe you've heard of her, Cassie Moore. Oh, uh, what song is that? Uh that you just sang yeah it's like a werewolf at midnight oh Shit. cinderella's gonna stay out late cinderella's gonna stay out late oh yeah yeah cassie hopped on board pretty early on i just want to what up cassie you. above me here i do have the album art for steadfast eyes uh here it in looks, the... can we quickly talk about cassie Moore? please i think there's always just... a time to talk about cassie Moore. I agree. I, I just, um, you know, I haven't been as active on Instagram or social lately. Not that I'm terribly active anyways, but um, every time I see her on social, it really seems like she's digging in, not just to release like an EP, but to release like a fucking anthology of albums or something like she is working and uh, it's well, she's writing lyrics, either that or she's uh, releasing old footage, but Seems like she's putting in a lot of work lately. Uh, as a as one of the, I would, I would probably argue that I am a top five, top ten, Cassie Moore fan in terms of yeah. people that are fans of Cassie. I think you've got to put me at least in the top ten. I don't think it would be out of line to say I could be pushing top top three to five. I love Cassie Moore. Um, I don't think she gets enough credit. Uh, but yeah, she's a good follow on Instagram and and no one could ever question uh, her work ethic. You can tell that she's just grinding. Um, and yeah, like you talked about, I, I like when she puts the stuff of her in the studio, getting stuff ready. Uh, she's putting right in the, the lyrics. Yeah. And I think, uh, and she also looks like she has a lot of fun. You know, she lives down there in Florida, so she's near the water and, you know, she's out on boats and she's just partying. She posts some stuff from some basketball games. She, she looks like she's got a great work and play balance. I think that's what just makes her so grounded and so down to earth. And yeah, I can't overstate how much of a fan I am of Cassie. Uh, I appreciate her following our Instagram. Uh, you know, I appreciate when she came on back in the fall. I'd love to talk to her again. I- I'm hoping to meet up with her at Cucina uh, here next month and w- when I'm down that way with- on my family vacation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She's, she's grinding. Um, you know, I would, it's funny, you know, we talked about social media last on the last episode, I think, or one or two episodes ago. And just based on perception, it seems like Cassie is living La Vida Loca, right? But I'm curious, like, when does she, like, do her taxes or wash her laundry or something? I don't see any of that kind of content on it. She is just, she's grinding, she's working, she's uh, out in the club, she is on boats, she's on beaches, she's probably got a dog or something. Um, When does she do regular stuff? I I bet maybe she just pays people to do regular stuff for her. I don't know. I don't, she doesn't strike me as that type. I think 
I think with Cassie, it's probably a thing where, yeah, she gives us a little taste of what things are like, but she yeah. also, she knows when to pull back and keep things, you know, in-house. And, uh, you know, I just, I don't think she overshares anything. I think she knows the perfect balance. And yeah, I think she's super talented, obviously, but in most, in most instances, she's probably a lot just like you and I. Probably, probably. Um, okay, all right. Let's keep shouting out uh, some followers here because uh, they followed us and they didn't have to, but they did. And there was one I wanted to ask you about because it's a name that I don't recognize. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. It says followed by Hornfolio. So who is Carol Dills? <laughs> That's my wife's aunt. Okay, well, just an FYI, she follows us on Instagram. Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh. I didn't know she was a and, fan. That's great. And she only, and she only follows 40 people. So we're in a pretty exclusive club. Wow. I, I had no idea. Honestly, I didn't, I didn't post anything about that. She must follow you too or something. Uh, no, she doesn't follow. She doesn't follow me. Sounds just like she's a super fan or maybe she listens. Carol. Where does she live? Where does she live? Uh, I believe she's down in Austin. Either that or uh, no, no. Her her um, her daughter is down in Austin with her husband. Great people. Um, her and she lives in uh, Ohio. I'll have to check the analytics and see what kind of hits we're getting uh, in the Buckeye State. But yeah, Carol hopped on board. Uh, wow. We also. Carol, I'm sorry for all the foul language. That uh, that's. Uh, anyways, great to great um, to have you. I, I you know I appreciate her following, but I, I just don't know if she'd want her name thrown out there. So I'm just going to describe her to you. She is the mm-hmm. wife of he whose name we don't talk about on this podcast anymore. Really? Wow! She's, yeah, oh my God. yeah. Maybe we won't mention the names, but thank you, Clarissa. Yeah. Wink, wink for yeah. uh, the yeah. follow, the follow. It's been a long time since um, I've seen you and uh, I hope you're doing well. Yeah. Wish you well. A lot of love for her. Not a lot of love for her husband. Um, no, her husband is just such a scallywag and a carpetbagger and just a, just a turd of a human being. But I hate love him. One more name. Just we both know. I won't read the ones that we uh, both don't know. Uh, shout out uh, Amanda Shalou from Segman, class of 03. Hey, hey yeah. Amanda Shalou. Um, I think she has a little brother. I think I remember. Did he play soccer ben. or something? Ben. ben yes. Or he was a wrestler or something. And yeah, uh, and I yeah, think Amanda her dad always like her dad was, her dad was big time. I think he was superintendent at one point. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. He was big time. Um, probably still is. Yeah. Shout out Amanda Shalou. Yeah. Uh, the good, the good having, news is we never, we never said anything bad about her on the Yelp review of people we know episode, which why yeah, would we Amanda was great, but yeah, she, she didn't she take any good. shrapnel from us. So we, we appreciate her following along on, on our Instagram. From me to Shalu, thank you. Gosh, you are just undefeated when it comes to stuff like that. <laughs> but you know oh who's God. not? You, you know who's not undefeated? Tell me. We were talking about him right before we hit record, and I said save it for the pod. George Santos, not undefeated. <sighs> not or undefeated, but kind of undefeated. is in a way. Yeah, he is. I don't think he recognizes defeat. It's more like I have zero shame whatsoever and defeat just doesn't um, register with me, which uh, more power to him. Do we envy that a little bit? I envy I envy how little he gives a shit about. uh Maybe I'll just end it there. I envy sometimes how little he seems to give a shit. Um, Either that or he gives a shit so much that he just needs to keep concocting lies in his head um, about his career, about his past. 
I was trying to like find like a laundry list of all the lies that he has been saying. I mean, uh, here we go. Let me, let me see if I can. Um, he lied about attending an elite prep school. Uh, he lied about graduating from college. Um, he lied about being a star college volleyball player. I mean, come on. Just pulling off that single lie, I wouldn't be able to say that I'm a star college volleyball player and not get called out. This guy's a fucking U.S. congressman. And uh, all, of these, about all of these things that you just said are things that are just super easily researched. I know. I know. It's not as though we're living in the 20s and people just really have to take you on your word. Like, There's fact checkers out there on Reddit. Um, who can figure out all of this stuff. Uh, what else? What else? Um, he lied about uh, helping develop carbon capture technology <laughs> or raising funds, at least. To um, he lied about founding an animal rescue charity. Uh, apparently, he swindled a disabled vet out of money to save his dying dog. I mean, it's like it's like evil shit that he's lying about. It's crazy. He's going out of his way. He lied about owning property, uh, you know, in certain areas. Uh, Santos wrote on Twitter in 2020 that he identifies as biracial, um, though both of his parents were born in Brazil. Um, what's that? Uh, he lied about knowing people or losing employees in the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando. Oof. In 2016, um, apparently his mother died in the 9-11 attacks, but she was living in Brazil at the time. Um, he lied about being a drag queen, even though there is photo evidence of him uh, doing drag, which sorry to all the drag queens out there. Honestly, like George is George is giving you a bad name. Um, what and then what was the most recent one? I sent you a photo it was something about a. Uh, Something about like an Amish dog. Some I, I can't even Santos remember. Was charged, Santos was charged with theft in 2017 case tied to Amish dog breeders. And then the subtext says the New York congressman had the charge dismissed and his record expunged after claiming his checkbook was stolen. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Look, this, I, guy, I, I mind. this guy just seems awful. he is a real piece of shit. Total piece of shit. Um, I am. I'm just astounded at how much he can get away with. And I think that's where I think that's the envy is like, wow, you didn't just like get caught with your pants down and now you're shamed like you have no shame. And you're. I don't even know how to I don't even know how to describe this guy, but he is a. He is a fucking lightning rod. And um, I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, back, back when uh, former President Trump was just really in his heyday of just having some incredible sound bites and the yep. world was just going crazy over his Twitter and all that stuff. Uh, I kind of got in the mud a little bit with the politics on social media. And uh, uh, how, do you not? Made, how do you not? I, yeah. And I made a conscious decision to just kind of remove myself from it. Um, so I feel way less uh, informed and um, I just I'm a little more ignorant to things now. So I uh, I want to ask you if you if you had to make a Mount Rushmore of just these shithead politicians that are kind of culture uh pop culture celebrity phenomenons right now just the the mount right now Rush, yeah mount rushmore of the four that you just wish would just fall off the face of the earth uh right now yeah and i i, I have a feeling we're gonna have at least Two of the same. Okay. All right. Um, well, M MTG. Yeah, she's, the, Green, she's baby. the George Washington. She's the old George. She's front and center. 
Gosh, uh, I, and I would, I would carve her with that like terrible look on her face she had during Biden's State of the Union when she was she was actively booing a president at the Capitol while he's uh, delivering a State of the Union address. What a fall from grace our politics have, have made. And um, she, and uh, I would say that she's the leader of the pack there. I don't follow her on Twitter, but Twitter just kind of knows that. Uh, they know that I I want hate updates. I want to be updated on her so I can hate her because I don't follow her. But I see plenty of I see plenty of her shit, and it just it really boosts the blood pressure. I should just mute it and make it so I don't see them at all. But I see them. And the day of the State of the Union, I saw she posted some video of her like carrying around a balloon with some like smart ass tag like. What's there to be scared about? It's just a balloon. And she was just having one of her minions video it as she walked around. It was just Jesus Christ. And uh, yeah, she's my George Washington. I, I can't quit her on Twitter because it, like, it's a hate thing. I just I hate to see it, but I mm-hmm. keep inviting it into my life. I agree. What is that? What do you think that is? Because I think there, I, I think I share that quality with you. Um, I don't follow her on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter that much, but I see a, a news story about her and I have to click on it just to be like, what is this fucking turd up to now? Um, it, it's a weird, like a uh, masochist, <laughs> type of feeling that you just need some, uh, we need this person to hate almost um but yeah marjorie taylor green you belong on uh, a wall full of shitheads that's for sure um that, george can Santos that be the title of the episode wall of shit wall full of shitheads yeah yeah uh all right you threw out the first one and i agreed with you so i'm gonna i'm gonna can i go next yeah i think her i think i know her initials but go ahead lb it's got to be Lauren. Lauren. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You're gone. You're out of here. You're out of here. I like your glasses. Yeah, I'll give her props. That's there. about it, though. That's about it. Let's see. Uh, I, I don't follow her either. But again, Twitter knows. Let, I'm just going to I have no idea what it is. I just pulled up her Twitter. Oh, first of all, how many followers do you think she has on Twitter? I bet she's got 4 million followers. Uh, you're a little high. She's got 2.2 million. Okay. So she's got, a, she's got quite an audience. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read Miller. you her. I'm going to first read you her bio. This is Lauren Boebert, uh, Congresswoman for CO03, I guess Colorado's third congressional district. Professional rhino hunter. Ooh. Professional, uh, right? Wait, hold on. She's a professional rhino hunter, not just an amateur or a hobbyist. Yeah, this, this yeah. is she she's makes paid. money rhino she's hunting. Paid for this shit. Damn! Wow, way to wear that on your sleeve. Again, I for people who really own what a piece of shit they are, there's a certain sense of respect I have. <laughs> it's, 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 it's bizarre, but uh, okay. Uh, mom raising my four boys to be all capitals men before liberals teach them to be women. Damn. Wow. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll paint you right up there on the wall. Uh, Thomas Jefferson. She is the Thomas Jefferson of our wall of shitheads. She is the Thomas Jefferson of our wall of shitheads. Um, wh- who do you think? Um, let me let me throw someone out there who I think probably belongs in the uh, is it the Teddy Roosevelt spot? Uh, so yeah, we'll look that up. Washington, Lincoln, and Roosevelt, I believe. Sound about right. Um, uh, Washington, Jefferson, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt, twenty sixth. Okay. All right. So uh, for the Teddy Roosevelt spot, I want to throw out one Matthew Gates, who um, just the other day, I guess, was uh, somehow uh, 
exonerated from sex his sex trafficking claims. <laughs> this is a congressman who uh, hired hired sex workers, underage sex workers from another state, brought them across allegedly, state lines. Allegedly. Allegedly. Sorry. Sorry if that's sli- I'm going to get sued by fucking Matt Gates now. No, we're good. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. I use the word allegedly, Matthew. Anyways, um, he was he is a real piece of work, too. And um, <laughs> I, I just I just don't get it. You know, I, he might share he might share that space with Josh Hawley. Um, they're both two faced. So maybe that works. They can share that space. Okay, uh, we're you and I are a team, so I think it's good that we're in lockstep on this. We were in agreement on the uh, MTG thing, uh, yeah. the Lauren Bobert we agreed with. So yeah. I am going to say that for the third spot, we have a tie for third with our boy Matt Gates and hometown boy Josh Hawley because he just really sucks too. Shout out Josh Hawley, um, the one who will go down in history as inciting a riot and then fleeing for his life from it. Um, that little like, did you see? Did you see him? His like little video of him running through the halls of Congress, running away. Uh, I might have seen it at some point, but it doesn't ring a bell right now. Cool. Well, um, what you said about Lauren Boebert uh, and her, how she's raising her four <laughs> four kids to be men, as opposed to letting uh, liberals turn them into women. Josh Hawley is penning a book, I believe, already has that basically talks about uh, like that's what it's about. It's about, um, gosh, you know, I feel stupid because I haven't read it. Um, so I don't necessarily want to comment on it and totally uh, mislead all the dozens of listeners that we have. But mm-hmm. Josh Hawley wrote some sort of book basically about how, uh, basically about the pussification of men in the United States. And I'm sure he's ascribing it to uh, woke politics, which I think is also a silly um more silly and more coded than what we're talking about. But uh, yeah, he's just really just a real scumbag. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I hate that. I hate that he's from my, my state. Um, Well, we got one more space. I mean, is Santos going in that space or is he just kind of like, is he a footnote on the wall? I think he's a footnote. I don't think he is. He, just, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give him a spot in this elite group. So I, okay. I think I'm gonna take him out. Um, let's just throw, let's before we make a decision, who's in the running? Like, let's throw out some names. Who are we picking from here? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is a real asshole. Um, AOC, yeah. to be fair, and give it to an asshole from the other side, like AOC. I kind of like. Yeah, her. that's good. I well, I I tend well. I definitely agree with her. Um, she's she is extreme in the same. I wouldn't even say she's as extreme as as Marjorie, but that's probably because I tend to agree with her politics more than I do Marjorie. So maybe I'm giving her a pass, but. Yeah, there's extre- there are extreme wings of both sides here that probably uh, deserve some. Uh, Nancy share. Pelosi kind of sucks, right? Yeah, Nancy Pelosi really sucks. I think I think she maybe should get it, but she is retiring. <laughs> okay, if she was and still, gonna, these, thought, if she was yeah, still going to okay, be going, she was, she's on there. If she stuck around, Nancy, you're definitely going on there. I don't know how much money you made while you're in Congress, but uh, I'm venture to guess much of it was illegitimate. (laughs) Much of it. You made more politicians rich than probably any other politician. So congratulations, you piece of shit. All right. I'm former president deserves deserves to be on there or like, I don't know, some sort of Bible of hatred that deserves to be written about him, but um, I don't even want to get into him. So he's persona non grata. (laughs) 
<laughs> what, is that, what does that phrase actually mean? Let's look it up. I'm not totally sure. Um, by the way, uh, 113 million people watched the Super Bowl last week. Yeah. And Lauren Boebert has 2.5 million viewers. That's frightening to me. Um, persona non grata meaning. What, what, what did you think of the, uh, of the halftime show? I'm glad you brought that up because that is the one subject that I was that I did want to talk about during before this. we got into a political podcast. Right. Before we became a political podcast, I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to talk about that. Um, first off, persona non grata, an unacceptable or unwelcome person. So, yeah, I would say uh, I'd say that fits with pretty much this whole wall full of shitheads. <laughs> Okay, uh, what I know you asked me, but do, do you have any thoughts on the halftime show? From the I love I love Rihanna's music, so I I liked hearing all those hits spliced together. Um, I think Rihanna is incredibly sexy, so I thought she looked fire, even with uh, even with the pregnancy belly. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought, I mean, who am I? I'm no costume designer or choreographer. I feel like all the little white puffy things were kind of odd, but what, whatever. Yeah, yeah. but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. What did you think? Okay. I did not like Rihanna's halftime show. <laughs> okay. I had a, um, I had like a weird visceral reaction to it where I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I can't tell if that's a if that's a feather in her cap that like I'm still thinking about it, or is this just uh, is it just me? I don't know. Um, but I I had the same reaction to it that I had when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And for Rihanna, I feel a little bit old and I feel a little bit racist because of my views. Um, because it's like, I get it. She, she's pregnant. And this is a cool way to announce a pregnancy. But I also feel her performance was fairly emotionless. And in the penultimate game of the penultimate sport in the U.S., where expectations are that every single stop will be pulled out, this performance felt phoned in to me. Now, here's the deal. I am unable to do what Rihanna did. I don't have... 60 number one hits. I don't have a decade plus of bangers in my catalog. I'm not a good dancer. Can't really no, see. You are. I've seen you dance. I, I, okay. But if my, if my only experience <laughs> of Rihanna was this halftime show, I, I would be so disappointed. Um, and so I went on, you know, went on the message boards <laughs> after, after the show, just to read people's comments and everyone was just exalting her. Oh my gosh. She's ha- she's pregnant. She's having a, a baby. Um, I can't believe she did that with a human inside of her. Um, and I would argue that if she's pregnant, she probably shouldn't have been on that stage in the first place. Take another year. Let someone who's hungry to be there. Someone who's going to match the energy of the moment. Someone who will own that stage and like go freaking nuts. And then come back another time. You're Rihanna. You probably have an open invite to come and be on that stage almost any year you want, even if you're a guest and someone else's. You're a billionaire, but you're and you're hawking your makeup line. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I think it really uh, it rubbed me the wrong way because. Um, okay, look, I wrote it down. Some New York Times reporter wrote that the Super Bowl needed Rihanna more than Rihanna needed the Super Bowl. And I agree that her performance felt that way. And I feel like it was a bit of a slap in the face um, to the viewers that she didn't like. She wasn't in a position to go all out. Um, you know, this is supposed to be like, or like drop a new album or announce that something, you know, something else uh, in pop culture. But I don't feel like we should all be like, oh my God, Rihanna's pregnant. This is amazing. Like that's, and and that's why I feel old uh, because of it. And maybe, maybe I'm wrong, 
And I feel racist because of it, because um, maybe maybe there is some something empowering about um, a black self-made billionaire uh, doing this while pregnant, which I can't take that away. It's an amazing feat. It just wasn't my cup of tea, I guess. I would have rather seen any number of other performers. I was going to um, ask who would you put in that slot now? Put uh, put Lizzo there. Put uh, Drake there. Lil Nas X, Justin Bieber. Put um, Ariana Grande or Daft Punk or John Legend or Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> put the fucking Backstreet Boys there. Put the Spice Girls on. Bring Will Smith back in a in, or ACDC or Aerosmith. Uh, the Chainsmokers. Taylor Swift. Put Taylor Swift on stage. You know she's bringing it. So I just, I guess, I guess, look, you're trying to dance to the Super Bowl uh, halftime while pregnant with a nine month old at home. And you didn't own, I don't know. It just felt. What about Cardi? What about Cardi B? Put Cardi B up there. Uh, Yeah. Some, some of the comments were like, oh, she's, I didn't appreciate the lewd gestures. And I'm thinking (laughs) like, bring on all the lewd gestures. That's, I don't mind that. What'd she do? Put Ed Sheeran on there. Put Adele on there. Put Sam Smith up there. Ooh, Lauren Boebert wouldn't have liked that. Anyways, there. I think there were any number of performers (laughs) who could have given an amazing performance. Um, I just, I. It's that one remark that the that the New York Times guy said was like the Super Bowl needed her more than she needed it, and I'm thinking like. That rubs me the wrong way, um, and I feel racist because of it. And, and maybe there, maybe I've got issues I got to deal with or something. Um, I don't think it's, it's a race thing. What is your favorite Rihanna song? Um, I thought the I I like Umbrella. Um, <laughs> okay, I thought the the Diamond song. I don't I don't know the names of the songs, but I I love her music. I think her music's great. Um. I think she, I think she lip synced a little bit. Yeah, uh, which is fun. I wouldn't blame anyone for that. Yeah, I like wild thoughts. I had strong feelings about it, and uh, I've just been waiting for to get on this recording just to just to let loose on them. I can tell you're passionate about this. Yeah, but I, I put Lizzo up there instead, and she would have killed it. I think. Maybe she doesn't have the catalog of Rihanna. I get that. Put Adele up there. Huh. What about what about Morgan Wallen? Sure, put Morgan Wallen up there. I, I don't know who that is. Put <laughs> Sam Hunt up there. Pitbull? You know? Pitbull? Put Pitbull up there. Bring a comedian up to tell jokes in the middle of the halftime show. But bring that energy. Instead of making, yeah, put Cassie Moore in there. Why? Why was Cassie Moore not the halftime performer at Super Bowl? I would have loved like a Cassie Moore slash Harry Styles collaboration. Do you think we're the first podcast to champion Cassie Moore as a potential halftime performer at the Super Bowl? I think we might have that. I think we might have that title. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl 58, we're coming for you. Yeah, yeah. Where is, hey, Anyways. look up. It would be perfect if it was in Florida. It'd be like a hometown thing. Where is Super Bowl 58? Probably like Houston or... Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. I think Cassie can Usher do up there. Ooh, Usher's got some bangers too. Usher would be a great halftime. Has he done the halftime show? I don't believe so. <sighs> Anyways, what, about in seg- what about in segments? Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't put in segment up there. We don't have that. We have two bangers. You know, we we yeah, would, if someone also, invited us. It would have been nice to have at least been invited. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been very nice um, Which, to be invited, but. You which know. member, which member of Insectman 
do you think would be the most difficult to convince to have a reunion performance? At the Super Bowl halftime show? No, like at the Dave and Buster's or something. <laughs> um, uh, probably he who shall not be named. He wasn't in the group. He was for like uh, two rehearsals, I think, and then he dropped out. <laughs> yeah, and, he got cut. Uh, but I'm talking about from the five that actually took the stage. The core five? Yeah. Um... Uh, probably, probably Tommy. Really? I don't know. Or me, or maybe me. It'd be hard to get, hard to get out there to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> I, uh, I actually think I might have the best chance of getting Tommy to agree to it. And that's saying something considering I haven't talked to him in a long, long time. Well, okay. You mentioned the reunion. Are we dancing there, or oh, yeah. is this just like? No, yeah. Oh, okay. No. Oh, Dance. okay. Then I would say Danny. You don't think Danny? I think Danny would. I think he could be convinced. You think Ryan? Ryan could be convinced. <sighs> He's a wild card, just in general. Maybe that'd be that'd be tough then. That'd be tough. Um, if we're performing though, Super Bowl halftime show. If we're performing. Um, that would be pretty sweet. I would like the invite just to just for my own sake. Uh, which costume would you rather wear? The the puppet ones that my mom made, or the like digital get down like the futuristic Tron looking ones? Probably the digital get down futuristic <laughs> Tron. I felt like that was a little bit more, a little more uh, movable, a little more breathable, a little bit, yeah. Moisture-wicking yeah. technology. That's right. And it stands to reason. I mean, like, the puppet stuff was high, highly stitched in, like, jackets and stuff like that. So That's still crazy to me, looking back on it, that she made five sets of those freaking things. Amazing. Amazing. What an amazing woman. MVP. Does she follow us on Instagram? Uh, not yet. One I think day. she listens, though, from time to time. <laughs> Well, shout out, shout um, out my dad. My dad is in uh, recovery from back surgery. Oh, shout out, Brian. He, uh, what's he doing? He's got some rods and shit, uh, that they put in there. He had surgery, not yesterday, but, uh, last Wednesday. And I think the surgery went pretty flawlessly and the recovery was going good, but he was having a lot of swelling. So he couldn't get his artificial leg back on. And they couldn't release him until the swelling went down, blah, blah, blah. So he got released either Saturday or Sunday. And I talked to him last night. He says he's feeling good. He went outside and walked for like three minutes, which is pretty good considering he was cut on a week ago. And so, yeah, yeah shout out to him. He sounds like he's doing pretty well with it. That's great. We're thinking about you, Brian. Um yeah, uh, if anyone if anyone is going to like not let this immobilize them, it's going to be Brian. <laughs> you got that right. You know? Who do you want to give a shout out to? Um, I guess I want to give a shout out. Uh, just anybody? anybody? Yeah, yeah. Um, Cassie Moore is the first one that comes to mind for me, but. I guess uh, I would say I want to shout out to um, Marvin from C- Circle Season 5. Very nice. Well, that was more Very, I am excited. Yeah, sorry. I did more of a Borat there. <laughs> we could shout out Borat, too. What do, you think, what do you think Marvin's been up to since the end of the season? I bet that... Uh, do you think he went back to work? Did he, was he working as like a chemist or a uh, uh, an engineer? Or <laughs> I'm not sure what he had on. I don't know. Did you? I check, don't you think he went back to school. I think he's probably going to get. Sorry. No, go ahead. He didn't have any. I get think what? he's probably going to get appearance opportunities. Yeah, beefcake. Yeah, like come to um, 
Bar Louie and uh, have a drink with all your adoring fans, Marvin. Insectman's going to perform after the meet and greet. If we could get Insectman, Marvin, look, next year in Las Vegas, we know who's headlining the halftime show, right? Miss Cassie. herself. Cassie. Yeah. If we could get her to in, to share that stage with us at Insectman, Marvin, and George Santos. That would be a <laughs> halftime show for the ages. George Santos and drag, though. Can you imagine the all the lights go out at the field in Vegas? It's dark, it's black, and you just hear, oh, and you know that Cinderella is going to stay out late is coming. Spotlight, oh, spotlight to a stage. Cassie's standing there. Uh, she does most of Cinderella's going to stay out late. Mm-hmm. Cut to the other side of the stage. We're in the digital get down costumes. You with me? Wow. We do digital. Get down. We do digital get down. Uh-huh. Cut back to the other side. Cassie does my real friends. And then we're, we're like run up. We're run up and we're there like with her as though we're her real friends. Yes. Then, and then there's Marvin with his shirt kind of off and. Oh, and George Santos just spiking a volleyball in the background. In drag. <laughs> uh, and then I think you, you finish with steadfast eyes probably to close it out. Who, <laughs> who, who do you think would give us a good review on that halftime show? I think we would initially people would be like, who is this? <laughs> you think that would, that would be the first reaction is who who are these people <laughs> well, except for except for cassie and marvin who are much and maybe george yeah they'd be like who are those guys who danced to an instinct song <laughs> like is instinct performing no it's no they're called they're called in segment. They went to a school called segment. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a, that would create like a legacy. Presented by um, Oklahoma Smokes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. That's full circle, man. Full circle. <laughs> I think that'd be great. I think that sounds like uh, <clears throat> Roger. You, Roger Goodell. Are you in? Taller. Are you in? I'm in. I'm if in. that was pitched would, to us, would you be in? Yeah, I w- how could we not? Yeah, you'd have to do it. You have to do it. Um, but people, the message boards afterwards would not be kind to us, I don't think. Do you think we can make a website pitching this idea with like a cool video? Like Apple Music? And like get it to go like viral on TikTok till there gets some like groundswell behind it and they just have no choice but to do it. I think we could. <laughs> My question is, <laughs> should we? <laughs> uh, we the answer that America needs. At that point, you and I would be 38 years old. Yep. Tommy would be 39. Cassie. Cassie would- be like 39 or something. I don't know. You know what? We're not even going to talk about Cassie uh, is ageless. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'll talk to Danny. How, about old is it. George, how old is George Santos right now? Speaking of Danny, I think, you know why I think Danny would be in? George Santos is 34 years old. It says on Google. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> this guy. This guy has lived 10 lives and still is. He's, I feel like he wants to live uh, 10 more. If anybody can, it's him. <laughs> I got a text from Danny while we were recording that says, I think I understand the Cassie Moore thing now. Is he listening to her? Uh, I don't know exactly. I posted a picture of the album cover from Steadfast Eyes. 
So I'm sure that's what prompted him to say that. But Danny's on board now, too. I love it. I want to get him on to the show. Um, I think he's he's a little shy about it. But uh, once once you get that first once you land that first joke with him, he's going to open up big time. Add a oh, lot yeah. to the show. I feel you. All right. Well, that's probably as good of a place of any to, to wrap it up, right? Unless you want to go back to the political talk. No, don't want to go back to any politics. We're not a political podcast, um, but we do recognize a wall full of shitheads when we see one. Yeah. So what? What's what? Else? What do you got going on Anything today? Else? No, I got um, nothing. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, work on a video edit for a wedding video I shot and. Um, I've also got, I'm also working on something that I'm under NDA for. Oh, for a client. Yeah, that is a non-disclosure agreement um, for all my George Santos fans out there. Um, so I can't speak about it uh, publicly. So uh, yeah, I mean, if the, if that doesn't scream importance to you, then I don't know what does. I've signed um, Oklahoma Smokes though. Oklahoma Smokes, hit us up. Uh, we would love to mellow out with you and, um, anyone tell you what, if you're a competitor of Oklahoma smokes, maybe hit us up too. I don't know. I don't know. Cause we're, we're open right now. We have zero sponsors. We are paying to make this podcast. happen. <laughs> we are free. We are free. We are as free as free agents can get. I just got a monthly bill from zoom that isn't like. It just it just happens. It happens. So uh, <laughs> if anybody would like we would to love to that, you want just covered that expense of like fifteen dollars <laughs> a month or something. That would be fantastic, and and you will get tons of airtime. Um, we can guarantee you at least sixteen downloads per episode. So there's sixteen new fans for fifteen. That's less than a dollar a fan that you can make. You think any any corporation or business would want to get behind something like that. Anyone worth their salt. <sighs> and Oklahoma. What about, what about the radio station? Idea you think that, oh, sorry. I said, and Oklahoma smokes holler. We got a super bowl halftime pitch. We want to make you. <laughs> You're going to love it. You're going <laughs> to love it. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in and uh carol if you're listening i hope to see you soon um hope everyone's doing well out there staying safe enjoying a lovely february and we will see you next time y'all take care now you hear